0: Crazy. yo mic check one two one two what up ladies and germs this is yo girl yocelyn sanchez broadcasting live from panera on this beautiful easter sunday what it do fam <laughs> thank you so much for being on thank you for your time your presence is important and your existence matters today i have a very very special guest. Not only is she a great friend of mine, she is the CEO and co-founder of Future Soul. Her name is Marissa Ray and she is an absolute ball of sunshine. She is so lively. She has a genuine heart and is absolutely passionate about everything which she does. Without further ado, let's welcome Marissa Ray welcome to the show girl wow that was
1: such an amazing and honorable that felt like a speech thank you so much for having me on board this is truly a blessing and to have a friend like you like along the way it's just it means the world to me so thank you so much for having this with me so i can't wait to express myself and just you know tell you my journey
0: yay thank you so much love <laughs> for your kind words i truly appreciate it mm-hmm. so we are here in panera and we just had easter service sunrise service and it was just so so incredible and we are just here rolling now and whatever comes out of our mouth is completely unscripted <laughs> so you guys are in for a treat <laughs> yes so with that being said marissa Let's start the show by telling people a little bit about you. Wow, that's a that's a pretty um, intense question. I
1: feel like for me, like growing up in San Bernardino, I felt like we needed um, more of like something to look forward to. Like I felt like for me going to high school or just in general going to school here in San Bernardino, I felt like there wasn't um, a lot of like, you know, outside activities or, you know, musical or artistic things to do here, especially like You know coming from an area where people always have negative things to talk about or just don't have the you know the greatest idea of San Bernardino Um, but in like going through college and stuff and just figuring out you know my path in life you start figuring out what's best for you you start learning what you like what you love and you know I was always drawn to the arts drawn to journalism you know drawn to um, just understanding artists you know it's always been something that I've always been passionate about I would always go to like concerts I'd go to like warp tour or like some like Somiac events and that's always been something that like always drove me to like oh I always love people and interacting with them and just like the drive to do something different but I didn't know about that until later in my life um but yeah i'd always drawn to just doing art in general like uh and college i went to cal state san Bernardino, so yay um i tried pretty much a lot of different courses i done 2d art i was gonna do graphic design at first but it wasn't seeming like it was my niche but i i loved art like i I took a 2D course and I learned about like, you know, the colors and it has always seemed something to make sense and I've met actually some of the people that I'm really close to now, Kim. Kim Cruz, um which you guys hopefully will get to know soon. Um but I'm going to leave that part later. Um <laughs> so I met her through my art 2D class and uh, just going through different things with, you know, trying different things in college cuz you got to find your groove, you know. But um After that, I went to a bunch of media classes as well, and then I figured out communications. Hmm, let me see what that's about. Because for me, I was like, okay, let me try these classes because it didn't seem like it was something that like, you know, you didn't know where you're gonna go in college. You're just gonna try to figure it out as you're going. And then I went to media classes and um, took my first journalism class. It was a newspaper for uh, the Coyote Chronicle at Cal State San Bernardino and I met uh, another friend there too which I'll talk about soon her name is Colleen and um, you know I learned the arts of interviewing people and the arts of just talking to people and getting to know their hobbies and their interests and that intrigued me I think one of the first things I did in college was you know go to an event (laughs) and just start interviewing people and I, I fell in love with like getting to know more what makes people drive to a certain interest or a hobby or just their their drive to do something so i was like oh like you know i'm meeting people along the way and i'm getting to know their interests like this seems cool um and then um you know i met someone else (laughs) named richie richie orozco what's up You you know you'll eventually meet him too but i'm not gonna get further into that part of the story um but yeah i met him in one of my media classes and that's how I started doing um, some nonprofit profit organization work with Cal State San Bernardino and he was a videographer and I got to know him and he was now my friend and, you know, going to school with them, it made me feel a part of something. Um, my last two years were more of a challenge, but it showed me really what I wanted to do with my life and um, kind of just showed me a direction of like the arts, the arts and getting to know people. There was something that was calling me for that didn't know what that was yet until uh 2018 where um I had a friend who was making music. Um he was making beats and he was, you know, you know, mixing some music and we had a playlist and Colleen that was in my journalism class. So we were on the car and jamming out and you know, talking about our favorite playlists. And uh, the idea came, or she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna manage his music," and I'm just like, in the backseat, like, "You're gonna manage his music?" I'm like, "This could." Be, I feel like this could be more than just managing one person's music. This could be a whole platform. And then, the lights lit up, and Lorenzo, at the time, our friend, um, he was on board. She was on board, and the rest is history. In 2018, we made a website called Future Soul. And Future Soul is this collective platform that we're trying to create shows and events. And a year and a half later, we have over 10 shows, uh, a lookbook, you know, arts coming out. Like we work with the community, and you know, we're working with artists from all over the. I mean, yeah, pretty much gonna be the all over the world. But right now, we're working with IE artists and the Empire artists, LA artists, and um, some of them from Orange County and. We're really just trying to expand the arts here and people are noticing like we're working with local businesses, local artists, visual artists. And now I'm at this point where, you know, things are connecting together. All the the pursuits of me like being interested in these fields and like kind of going through these like notions of like what's for me, it eventually led me to this spot. And so here I am having this interview with Yaceline, and it's you know it's an amazing experience to just talk about my story because I've never had a podcast this be my first podcast like this where I actually get to showcase like a little bit more about like me you know like um you know someone who's always just wants to know like what lights people up and how something can be designed and just how things can be put together like the behind the scenes has always drove me to do more and I love the reaction of people when they see something put together and the final result and just seeing people like light up when they find a home for themselves, for their arts, for people to feel like they have a place to call their own, you know? And that's always where I wanted. Like, I don't want people to feel like they have a connection that's just deeper than just going to a show or just, you know, deeper than just, you know, going to school. Like you have somewhere where you can be like, hey, this is my craft and this is where I want to excel and grow as a person.
0: Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I am so proud of you and <laughs> all the work that you have chosen to step into yeah. and all the work that your team has created as a whole. That's great. Thank
1: you so much. Like I think um I think just learning a lot about, you know, being an entrepreneur and just understanding what makes me me. I think I'm learning a lot right now like like I I did everything at 23 24 like understanding my passion and stuff and i feel like i encourage people to try things try something new because i guarantee you just put yourself out there you'll never know where that door is going to lead you at and i think that's something that people need to acknowledge is like um open pandora's box you never know where that's going to take you because i feel like a lot of things is like we're scared to take that risk or we're scared of to what's good people gonna say about that or you know just the judgment of others but you know understanding to let go and to let to be to really just be yourself things will come together and that's just the beautiful part of this journey
0: wow <laughs> yeah and at one point in your journey did you feel scared did you feel how am I gonna do this and how was that like girl every day
1: (laughs) uh on a on a regular basis you're gonna go through things that make you feel uncomfortable decisions have to be made negotiations negotiations have to be made like things have to be said and um obviously like being an entrepreneur it's it's great because you're building something that you know not everyone uh, knows about yet or you're just building something that's of your own and you know you're your own boss but it is a, a big responsibility and uh it's scary, you know, but it's it's something that I love. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I I feel like this is my calling. It just comes natural. Like, everything else that I tried in, in life or in general, like, it didn't seem like it was coming natural. I felt forced. But with this, it just feels like, you know, things are coming together because this is a part of you, you know, essentially. Like, when you have to force something, it doesn't always plan out the way you want it but when things you just know that like comes to you like instinct instinct wise like your gut instinct those are the things that are calling out to you that you know you have to do like as a person like hey this is this is you you know this is a part of something that you've always been thinking about like if it doesn't scare you just a little bit what are you really doing
0: (laughs) yeah and at what point in your life did you figure music was your calling and this industry was your calling um so when i was
1: in college I, I'm not kind of person that was. I'm determined. I'm when I want to do something, I'll say it, and I'll I'll, I'll try my best to do whatever I need to do to get it done. So I was um, interning in LA. Um, this will be my last year of college and this is in 2016 beginning of 2017 um i was interning and i was going to downtown la for a pr agency Um, i was doing you know research for fashion bloggers and lifestyle and all the fun stuff and i would go back and forth from san marino to los angeles and um i was assisting with like photo shoots and just you know getting to see what it really is like um in the la world or just like the lifestyle like just seeing what fits for me because i just wanted to see what this internship would bring me and i noticed i was always like "Uh, ah i'm not really too fond of like lifestyle or hospitality genres and you know each to their own you know but i felt like I, i learned a lot about just you know being behind the scenes and that already drew me interest like first time you know working with somebody who knows photographers and videographers and people who are styling like that stuff was like already drawn to me i was like wow i want to be a part of this like that fast and i was even doing like uh internships for like e-news and okay magazine where i would do like guest lists. and i saw the paparazzi and the lights and i was like man like i, I would love to be a part of this scene like how do i where do i need to go like how do i figure this out like i'm i'm gonna come over here i'm gonna, i'm gonna do something along these lines like and uh, that internship eventually ended in the summer of me graduating 2017 but that year um, i got a job in the summer after i graduated and got a job at the staples center i was driving on the weekends to the staples center and i was coming home on the weekdays and i would work big old concerts and the first time i felt excited like this is it for me was uh i saw kendrick lamar in this tour bus and the music when i would clock in and i would saw the music loud and like the rehearsals and i was like oh this is it like i know i know this is something i need to do with my life like don't know what role that is yet but this feels natural like this this behind the scenes here in the concerts like hearing the, the crowd you know like i was like this is it like i never felt so excited it felt like disneyland it felt like disneyland um but at the time i was just you know working at the food you know stands and just you know work in concessions but being around just being in that environment just made me feel amplified like i need to do something i need to be here i need to move here um so a year later it didn't quite go as planned i didn't really feel like that job was getting where i wanted to be at so i ended up coming back here and um you know try different things and here i am like hanging out with my friends because you know girl like after work you want to just hang out and chill just vibe out listen to some tunes and finding friends who really resonate with music and just can talk about, like, what drives them passionately, like, hey, I want to be a part of that, so I pretty much was like, okay, let's, let's do this, let's, let's have some jam sessions, and one thing led to another, and Future Soul came out of that, and that's where I'm at right now, is, like, when you find a group of friends that have the same interests, or the environment, or just have the mentality of, like, you know, going with the flow and just trying different things, you'll never know where you'll end up at. And the rest is history from that point on. 2018, I started, you know, creating these shows um, in April of 2019. And from there, it's the snowball effect. Just building a community right now.
0: <laughs> wow. Congratulations, girl. Thank you so
1: much. I honestly, this is being here and just having to like talk about this stuff is like, wow, like, it's, it sounds like a, a movie <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it <I'm> like, is <laughs> right I'm like hold on
1: this sounds a little different this sounds like I'm like it sounds like they should make a movie about about this but uh, here I am just explaining my own story about this and I don't know it just makes me cry like in the, in the best way possible to know that like people they really look up to this stuff they look up to like inspirational you know things that like know that they can do something they can figure it out for themselves they can uh try different things we're young um there's this famous entrepreneur everybody talks about him gary vanderchuk um he is someone who's like this is your time to try different things like if you're not trying things it's like you're holding yourself back and what do you think holds people back um i think a lot of the time because it happens you know to everybody at one point like we we're always hesitant about certain decisions that we make or just things that we feel that like we get in our heads a lot we're our worst critics and I, I, I'm not gonna hold back and say that's not true because I feel like everybody has something in them that makes them feel like oh I don't know about this does this look good I don't know or do I sound great on this track or you know things that you feel make you feel uncomfortable but it's like understanding the bigger picture like what's the end of the tunnel gonna look like would you rather be safe and doing something that you feel horrible at, that you're not happy like every day doing something that you just don't care about, working in a job that you don't really care about, that doesn't mean anything to you, that's just giving you a paycheck or would you rather try that, that one thing that just makes you happy, that makes you feel interested in something that drives you to be like, yeah, this could be something great if I really tried. I think the what if, like resenting the what if would be painful if you didn't try so i think like um just you know letting go just understanding like getting out of your comfort zone and the fear of like the judgment of others or the the judgment within you or just breaking like family like generational curses so to speak like oh you need to go to college or you need to find that job and you know you need to you need to do this because you need to save up for that 401k or you're not gonna make it it's like it's that's daunting it's it scares people but like you know most people who say those things in your head they haven't done what you've done so how could anybody say it's going to be that way we're living in a time where technology where jobs where things are changing rapidly before our eyes like i feel like most people are inventing things right now right now is the best time to try something because like look at tiktok look at social media now look at like instagram it's on fire people are getting famous off 30 second reels can you believe that?
0: The world we live in. <laughs> the world we live in. Like,
1: you can't tell me the, the possibilities cannot happen for great things. Like, I think your biggest regret would be, what if I didn't do it?
0: Yes, <laughs> that part. With that in mind, what is your advice to the young entrepreneur that's thinking about leaping into this world, into the entrepreneurship world, mm-hmm. and is somehow feeling afraid i feel
1: like well for me like i mean it doesn't get easier if you're if you're saying it's going to be easy as as an entrepreneur you're wrong i mean i'm put full disclosure on that i feel like if if you're looking for that freedom for yourself to be yourself genuinely wholeheartedly that you feel like your passion of like let's say you want to be a screenwriter or a film director or a dancer or an actress etc like a painter like the fact is if it's it's something that you're always thinking about in the back of your head I, I feel like at least finding a network of people that make you feel yourself that make you feel like you can thrive people who who make you feel like you're already on top of the world and, you know like your biggest supporter like it, it just starts with just one day at a time just paint paint that canvas see where it goes like ask an instructor like things that you feel like hesitant about like it starts with the baby steps the baby steps lead you to the bigger things and I think if you just take it one day at a time you'll understand if it's for you and I wholeheartedly believe that just um just understanding that like where are your intentions of where you want to be at in life two years three years five years from now like and if you want to take that leap it just starts with you like believing in yourself and you know I think as an entrepreneur um, you're gonna see a lot of things unfold when you realize this is your calling. You'll know if it's your calling because if it, if it feels like work, if it feels hard, if it feels like it's a challenge, it may not be for you. But if you know that you feel like this is great, I love doing this, I wake up doing this, I feel like great talking to that person, like, I feel connected when I um, paint that canvas and I showcase this work at an auction, this to me is something I feel natural to it feels like you have to force it like i said you'll know if as a young entrepreneur if it's your calling all you have to do i feel like as the younger you are the more tries and the more trials and just understanding what works for you i think uh for me like i was always afraid because i was afraid of trying new things because i wasn't sure what was going to work for me i didn't i was afraid of critical judgment and judge, and just being overly like cautious like you know, I think that's what everyone feels at one point to some extent, just, even if it's just for a little bit, you, you still want people to support you in some degree to make you feel like, oh, it's okay to do this, you know, and then you just need to find that network of people, that, that group of people, like, you know, that you feel like you can thrive with, like, hey, like, they're like, you have a song you want to sing, you should sing that song, I, I know a really good guitar player, you know, and it starts off with stuff like that, you know, like little steps, and I think that's, that's what people think it's like overwhelming but I think it's just one day at a time just try new things you're young and, and you have people who are going to support you and make you feel like you're that that the one that's lighting up the room that make you feel like you're day one like Yaslin, dude like the amount of support and like she's an angel she's a blessing like there's trials and things that I have to go through on a regular basis and like she has been a full-on supporter and been helping you with like making like you know big decisions in life and she's you know guided me through your friends are your main supporters your family the ones that hey you should release that hey like you know i think you i think you need to try a little bit harder on that one like hey like the ones who are really supporting you it goes a long way whether it's one friend three friends and even if you have to go online on youtube i find gurus i find people on there that make you feel like damn like are you in my head right now are you connected to me like you're giving me that advice that i should be listening to right now and I, I personally just think that just, um, you know, you're conscious, being aware of what you really are thinking about. Don't just do it because it's trendy. Don't do doing it because, you know, I feel like it's going to be something right now for the moment. Like, genuinely think about what makes you happy as a person, like what
0: drives you as a person. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so I have a question. Yes with community being such a key Mm -hmm. to your success can you elaborate on what doors can open up as soon as people begin connecting as opposed to having that you know jealous mentality or that oh there's Mm -hmm. not enough for me or just oh i'm gonna hoard this information to myself what type of opportunities can arise from actually connecting with people and releasing that ego i think when you release the ego of like because
1: at the end of the day no one's genuinely thinking the same ideas or the same principles or the same invention like in the end of the day people you can give the same materials to the same people and three different com- people come up with three different completely different things so what I can perceive as one thing as another person can make a whole another idea off of that you know and I feel like if you want to go anywhere in life instead of looking at competition you should look at it as someone you can grow with. Like, how do we help each other elevate to the next level? And I think of like, you know, we help each other, we can elevate to to where we want to be at. Like, oh, for example, I'm just throwing this out there. Let's say you have a clothing design that you really want to start, like a logo that you want to start for a merch line. I know people who, who have stores who have merch lines already getting connected with those people who will be like hey yeah and they're successful at it too so you just talk to them be like hey like hey i know a vendor who's showcasing this at this one spot do you want to come check it out with me and then um i'll show you so and so and they're like yeah well actually i know this person that designs this and it's like feeding each other like creatively like how can we elevate together versus oh that person's taking away from me or oh this is not working out well like think about how it could work out well for both of you versus like thinking of a half the the glass half full rather than half empty it's a give or take situation and i feel like if you're so worried about the competitors you're not focusing on yourself and that's not going to get you any further
0: that's right (laughs) that's right yeah one of the key to success is definitely having that team Mm -hmm. you know like-minded individuals and connection Connection, connection connection yeah so what are some of the challenges that you have overcame as you lifted future soul off the ground
1: Ooh. I mean in the past I guess couple years like uh, moving out on my own um, by myself like it teaches you honestly I feel like everyone everyone at one point is gonna do it or you know whatever life changes that you make you're gonna feel overwhelmed it's overwhelming trying to judge so trying to balance your personal life and your career and then your finances like being on your own in california and you know moving out it's hard like it's financially hard and I feel like those are one of the things that are challenging like being able to pick yourself up even when things seem very difficult or being there for your family members or being there for your friends like sometimes I'm not able to be there personally all the time for my friends because I'm trying to figure out what I need like if I sometimes I um I guess struggle with like helping others and helping myself In order for you to help others you need to help yourself and that's something that i'm learning and i think that as someone who's an entrepreneur just you know understanding like team building and stuff like don't forget about yourself while you're building something great and that's something that is uh it can be a bit challenging but honestly i put aside days where i'm like let me do some yoga let me do some let me do some paint sessions let me just go to the beach because the beach oh my gosh finding a happy place through the mist of chaos it will get you through this <laughs> yes. and i'm like if you could be sane and find your happy place and just zen out instead of being overwhelmed by the chaos that surrounds you you'll be okay like i said it's those baby steps that make you feel one well with yourself and even then like uh just making like you know guitar like i like to just jam out too just i'll be by myself to jam me out like I'm not a professional guitar player, but I just love to just hang out just jam and just connect with someone who is, you know, a singer. I'm like, hey, let's do a song together. Let's do a little duet. Like, and I just thrive off of just having a little happy place. Like, you know, where you can just hang out, just be yourself and just not worry so much about everything that's happening around you.
0: <laughs> Word. hmm. I dig it. Are you more focused on the process or your end goal? I feel like
1: right now, I feel like it's both. (laughs) I feel like uh, sometimes we get caught up in wanting to fulfill everything that we want to set ourselves up for, which is great. Having a goal is super important. I think that we should always um, strive for better, you know, never settle for something that you can do more with. However, I think it's just setting time, like your boundaries, setting your boundaries and be like, hey, I think. I think I should take a day off today. I don't, I don't think I need to always be in a rush to make something happen. Or, you know, maybe I just need to take a nap. <laughs> so I just feel like, yeah, like sometimes we get caught up with like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But like taking a step back is sometimes going to help you with achieving your goals. Because without you being full, like happy and self-loving yourself, then you can't proceed to that next elevation of where you want to be at in life. So it comes down to, like, wellness, like, being okay with yourself. Like, "Mm, I don't think I need to go to that, you know, long errand that I told myself I needed to do. Maybe just take a step back on a Saturday, relax. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's just, like, understanding the process is coming. I think you just need to stop being impatient and just understand that it's all part of it. It's all part of the process. It's just being patient with yourself.
0: Yes, definitely. (laughs) And I feel that comes down to just how society is, right? You know, in times. So can you elaborate or share a few things or two on how the world is so fast-paced that it's actually limiting us or creating some type of challenge for us to move forward or towards our dreams?
1: I, I do feel
0: like, I
1: think, I think a big part of that is social media. Like social media has this way of fabricating things as more than what it really is like we think someone on some roller skates and we think of some dancer that's doing some flips or like something that's super cool which is great but i just feel like at the end of the day like nothing is always like that like no one's always flying on cloud nine there's there's people put things on there that make you feel like you have to rush something in reality it's like you're not them; and they're not you, and everything's fabricated. It's it's not really real, you know. You're not getting to know that person alive. You don't really know anything about those people. So to me, it's like focusing on just what you really want to do. Just generally being present, just being happy, like uh, just really embracing your authentic self. You know, like what makes you happy. Because there was a world without technology at one point, where we didn't have phones, where we didn't have podcasts, where we didn't have internet, like uh people would be like hey meet me at the park at 3 p.m um with no phone and you better hope that they'll be there it's a so trust at that point in the 90s like i think it just comes down to just
0: understanding like you know what really matters to you you know nice, mm-hmm. nice. and how has creating future soul changed you Ooh, i love that question that's a beautiful question i
1: think it's helped me gain clarity of what i really am capable of i felt like a lot of the time i felt very like confused or frustrated or lost and i feel like we all go to that point where we're like what do i really want to do where am i going in life we want to figure it out right away but in reality is it's like you like it comes down to like your interests. what do you like to do on a regular basis what do you like to do when no one's around you when no one's looking what is that something that you do you like to draw, you like to sketch, you like to, do you like to, like, just talk to people in general, because there's, people, people don't realize, like, something that's as simple as just talking to people, like, it, you can be the most amazing journalist by just being that effective communicator, like, I think people um, are, we're so, um, wanting it immediately when it just comes down to, like, future soul really just changed, my perspective it gave me my passion it's like everything that i really want to do like setting up things designing things like any content pieces that i want to create like i'm like oh i want to make a video i can make a video like i don't have to like limit myself with like i feel like the possibilities of creating anything that i want to create is is through future soul and it's essentially like something that i always wanted to be like I wanted to be a creator in some level. I wanted to showcase, um, you know, connection with people. I wanted people, artists, to feel like they can showcase themselves in such a unique way. And, you know, I want people to feel like they belong and feel special. Like, And I feel like, you know, living in a world where we feel like, oh, none of it matters when it does matter, when you, you just have to find that space that makes you feel like you're connected on a deeper level. And, you know, Future Soul is it's not just like a career it's just a part of something a part of me i guess like you know being where you can create what you want to create and just it's like a canvas and i'm just painting it (laughs) that's essentially what it's like everything like you know oh that interview oh i want to interview that artist oh you know what i think i want to put this outside oh you know what we should do it we should just perform this outside like you know like all the ideas that you can come up with that you've thought in your head is essentially with this and It feels great it feels great to build such a unique experience for everyone to help others and to help myself and have a beautiful team like you guys are gonna be introduced to the team very shortly and uh, every single one of them has helped and shaped future soul and helped me and we help each other like they're beautiful souls in general like each of them are very talented and creative in their own unique way, and we, I think that's the coolest part about the team that I've you know we created together. Like it, it just came natural and you know, we, we help each other thrive in areas of life. And we give each other advice. Like, to me, it's like family. it really is like family. It's a community of family that we're building, and you know, it's only going to get bigger from now on.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe? A typical future
1: soul event. Ooh. A typical future soul event. It, we got to have the, the, the vibe. So when I describe the vibe, it's the feeling that you get. Like, you know, we have the funky rugs, the bean, the bean bags, the lights. Like, we always we always have a purple hue of lights, some disco lights. We We want people to feel that it's the energy of, like, getting to know... What your local talent is like, like understanding the behind the scenes and like really getting to see like what it's like to really chill and vibe out with people you really want to talk to. Like with these artists, you get to know them. Like you get to know people on a personal level. Like you get to be like, hey, I like you're sad. Like what was that song thrive from? Like where did that come from? And It's like people love the energy and the art forms. Like every time we get new vendors or new artists along, like. It's like getting to know an additional family member. <laughs> yeah, like hey, you're now like once you perform with us or once you see a set, it's like we know you for for life now. Like you're part of the Hall of Fame of Future Soul. <laughs>
0: nice. How do you know with which artist to work with? How do you? Okay, so for me, I feel
1: like I feel like when because I, I select some, I do I do the talent scouting for the for Future Soul. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to it, it's like creating the, the it's factors of like, does that person have an intention of connecting with their audience on a personal level? Do they have a style or flair that makes people be like, I can, I can sing to that song. I I feel, I feel that song through my bones, you know, like you want to understand the artist on a more of a, a level of like, oh wow, that song, I want to sing it all the time. Like their personality like when an artist has their own style like just thriving off their image just you know like when they, they carry an ambiance about them like I look at you know lyrical content like you know where, where they're from their social media what do they talk about like their songs like what are, they, what are they saying what is the content of the song saying you know what I mean and like is it, is it something that I feel like we can resonate with where people can be at the audience and be like I want to sing along with that that's what I look for. I look I look for a lot of different factors like rhythm, like blues, you know. Like if you're even if you make beats, like what is something that like makes that song like hey, I want to be at that stage right here right now. Like that's going to make me jump. And I think that's something that like people they want to go to a show, they want to feel like that. They want to feel like there's something for them too. And I, that itself is an important thing.
0: Great. <laughs> and we do have a few local artists a few you know people as well that have their own shows mm-hmm. what separates future soul from them
1: Ooh, well i want to say this i feel like every show that we have an ie they thrive on its own like they all have their their energy their own their own style their own flair that i love so i tap like i top my hat off for them um but i i feel with future soul like I don't want people, like any festival or any event or anything that we throw, this experience, I want people to feel a part of the experience. Um, I feel like as women, like, well, first off, I'm I'm a woman leading the music industry in a different way now. So shout out to all my Latina women trying to make something in history, music history, Let's music go. entertainment, you know. I feel like that's a game changer for us in its own. And also it's just um, the connection that we build, like, I, don't want, I always go to shows in like LA or just different areas and the artist kind of just leaves after that and you never hear from them again and with us it's more like you're here with us and we want to see the growth with you, we want to see you shine with us throughout the process and even when we are done with a show we still want to be connected with you, it's still more of like understanding you as a person and understand where you're going as an artist and i feel like it's not just hey a short-term thing it's a long-term connection it's like building these relationships long-term because in the music and the music industry in general it's very shallow and uh, it's very uh, i guess you could say i mean cor- you can say somewhat corrupted but i feel like we're just changing the dynamics like business doesn't have to be that way we can really build a solid family a solid connection with a, an artist to feel like they they're thriving in their own ambiance. like and I feel like with music festivals or just anything that's kind of popping already, like it's like, okay, thanks for everything, bye, never talk to each other again, when reality is we're really trying to build something long-term here where people feel like they left their impact, their imprint with us. Like I said, I'm building a Hall of Fame, <laughs> Future Soul, like where you, you just don't just leave, you feel like you're a part of something
0: forever right and you truly are creating that because you and your team have maintained consistency throughout the entire pandemic oh that part (laughs) yes you and your team are literally creating art through a pandemic you know
1: yeah and how's that
0: been honestly
1: so the beginning of last year so we're going on a year a year of this pandemic now so the beginning of last year i was working you know i, I worked the day job and then i work on future so like I, I had like this double life where i'm going back and forth and i feel like when everything shut off and you you no longer go to outings you no longer go to work and you're like what do i do like it feels almost like we're so pro i guess you could say like society now like the way the world that we live in like we're programmed to work all the time and then when you don't have time to just Stop everything! It it feels abrupt, and you're like, what do I? What's my next move now? Like, what do I do with all this time? It just feels so because str- we're not taught to relax. Like in Europe and other countries, they they appreciate leisure time, they appreciate family time. Here, we're built on capitalism. We're built on, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that, go go go, and never not focusing on self love or fulfillment or wellness or lifestyle. So I feel like those things in general. They make people feel like, oh, like what do I do? not using the time constructively, and so when it came down to it, I was like, how do we, how do we shift the, what do I do with this time to, how do we create something during this time of pause, how do we adapt and change our, our dynamics of how shows are around, so like we started you know trying different things like digital content where we started showcasing a lookbook where essentially we just you know come up with ideas and styles together and we put in a digital lookbook which you can check it out at (laughs) futuresoul.co.com you can see all our spring lookbooks from last year and just overall something that we made during the time of like what seemed like isolation and uncertainty and just kind of made it into like a beautiful time to really grow as a person and just for me like i felt like i was more myself than I ever could be, because I had time to work on myself, and when you don't have time to work on yourself, and you're taught to work, 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 you get stuck with feeling all these emotions, or these, these, I guess, feelings of, like, what's gonna happen, like, you know, we're not built to, well, in this society, we're not built to talk about our feelings, talk about our emotions, and now that we're on this, I guess, Way of living where how do we work around this pandemic? And so we started doing lookbooks and you know, thinking creatively like, oh, we could put this together, like, we don't have to be all together, we can do this virtually. Like, you know, you sent me the pictures and we put together, I'm like, all right, cool. And that's what we did with the team. We we uh, we made photography shoots happen and eventually and then we put it together with our cool fits and made a spring lookbook of 2020. And that was our first thing. And then one of the second things was our digital like shows. Like we saw that everyone was on Twitch and everyone was on YouTube doing digital lives, streamings. And to me, like I wanted to try it out. I did try it out. I I liked it because it built that momentum. Don't think streaming is for me when it comes to shows because I love the energy in life. Like nothing beats a live show. Like you can't. Yeah. I feel like we tried it, I liked it for a little bit, but it was, it was like, okay, we got the momentum, we got something going digitally, it's cool, we did our live show, we had some interviews, we had some, like, you know, live, um, you know, artists performing with us on our, on our Instagram live session, which is great, Um, now I was like, okay, we did that for a few months, let's, I was like, what if, what if we bring this outside, like, we always talked about doing something outdoors, and we're like, all right, let's come up with something outdoors. Like, what about we do, like, bands and, like, musicians and, you know, artists and just take it to the park? So we did Park Series, and that started in May of last year. And ever since of May of last year, we've been doing Park Series until this point. We've been performing with different artists and IE. We had everything from Phantom Threat to... Um, Richard Blackshirt and Midnight Snack and then we had a lot of different artists. We're, we're trying to open our expansion to female artists so if you guys know any MCs producers that are ladies that are really trying to shine out here um, let them know to contact us at hello at future <laughs> if, if that you don't mind
0: <laughs> go hey yes definitely wow yeah and i've actually watched a few of your park shows and really absolutely oh great phenomenal. that's yeah. great yes i watched the one with that uh, indigo Monet.
1: yes so. let me tell you shout out to that girl because she made such she made it a breeze to work when you work with certain artists that just know what they want already let me tell you, it just makes it makes it so beautiful when they already like, oh, I already know what to pose. They already know their their strut. They already know what their performance vibe is like. Like, it, to me, it just makes it all the more funner and like it makes it a, a, just a better experience overall. And like, her her performance was amazing. Speaks geek, you guys know him. He's from Pomona. He household has his own like three bit games. He's into gaming and stuff. So he has a little shop. And he's talented, creative with his performances. Puts his best foot forward every time I see him. Very humble guy. Shout out to him. Shout out to Indigo Monet. Shout out to all the performers that are going to come through on our next episodes. Since I know it's only coming forward with this. so I think it's going to be amazing. Amazing, amazing. It just it makes me excited. I can't wait for the summer, honestly. We have some really cool stuff cooking up but i'm gonna keep that a surprise <laughs>
0: yeah wow i'm so excited for all the greatness that uh-huh. you and your team get to create it's just so beautiful i love engaging in you guys' posts it's just so amazing mm. and whatever you guys are doing i know you guys are going to excel that's
1: amazing thank you so much like yaselyn like i'm telling you like it's it's people like you it's people like you know who are her, her really just trying to make an impact in the world or impact in the community like like you you do your nonprofit, and I was like girl like community work it starts with that community like your your own neighborhood yeah if you can make that small impact in your neighborhood you're already making a difference because how many people do that in, re- in regular life like a lot of people just be like hey, I'm just gonna go to work and that's it like but they expect change to happen so I think that's the thing is people, we complain about all the things that are happening in this world, or we complain about this and that, but like, here we are, like, we could internally make these changes, whether it's really small or really big.
0: It all starts with us. If we're, we can't complain about something we're not doing anything about, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And what's some advice that you have for someone that's listening and is passionate about either arts or music or just community work, but doesn't know where to get started i have to say
1: go to one of the events the first time i found a space in l.a I'm in l.a sorry in Linden it's uh downtown um east street is i googled i was looking for a spot I, I kid you not like i literally was trying to look for something to do here in my city i was like what is there to do here let me just put art exhibit or like our i don't know i just googled art event san Bernardino. And I found this space called the 320 building, and they were having an art exhibit or just selling art in general, and that was, like, just getting to know the artists, get to know what they're doing. Like, if you're interested in, like, just being a part of the community, just simply just go to an event. Just going to an event and just talking to someone is just your first step to anything that you want to do. You'd be like, hey, what's happening in my in my internal city what's happening in my neighborhood google it literally google it and you'll find the answers you're looking for as simple as that that's how we honestly got started with future soul like we found a building and i was asked we were asking for a booth um and we just found a spot that just was selling art and I just say hey like we're just we were trying to look for someone who's in charge of the building and we're like hey we're looking for a space to just have a booth and um and then this guy asked us what are you trying to do i'm like well we're trying to create like music and art like you know maybe like just showcase what we're doing and and i told them like what we do and like yeah we throw you know we have music we have a playlist we have our website you can check it out and i think it stepped them back a little bit when the guys was like i don't know about hip-hop because you know we do the lo-fi hip-hop we do alternative hip-hop but it's it's very soulful and very unique sounding it's it's nothing that's like crazy it's it's good it's really good content and i feel like you know there's misconception in San Bernardino that like oh hip hop what does that mean like and i feel like we're just trying to change those dynamics overall we're trying to change women in the music industry we're trying to change the stigmas of hip hop in the scene we're trying to expand over here so when someone overheard our conversation about what we're trying to do in downtown San Bernardino the guy one of the guys is like you're just trying to you're just trying to do music like you're like yeah like and this guy named Calum, which shout out to him um one of the coolest mentors um still like gave us the opportunity to just showcase something he didn't know anything about but heard what we had to say and that meant everything to me and he showed us his spot he's like you guys want to do a small intimate show here and I'm like are you serious and that was the first start of many shows wow and that guy gave us a tour of the building and that was the first of many shows
0: that's great that's one of the reasons why I admire Future Soul so much because you guys are breaking stigmas mm-hmm. and creating something so unique right. where people say that it's not possible mm. so you guys are turning the impossible into possible and it's absolutely phenomenal
1: absolutely yes. amazing <laughs> cheer <me> <laughs>
0: out <laughs> and what is your long-term vision for future soul uh my long-term vision
1: is to do music festivals um I definitely am inspired by Coachella and Insomniac and, you know, I I want to do music festivals for people to thrive and to expand the Inland Empire for being known for its creative freedom and people who are very unique and talented, so I want us to shine a light so bright that people wouldn't, like, look back and be like, what's San Bernardino? No, you know us because we did some great things now, and I want to put us on the map and I want to do tours, so world tours. So yeah, I want to I want to expand to different countries and different states and do a tour, and then later on maybe a record label, a record label, future soul records. I Woo! <laughs> yeah, that just touched me. Hey, whoa. I'm glad because I, I feel that. it too. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we definitely want to expand our horizons with connecting art because we're already connected with artists. It's just building that connection that bridge to to have them long term with us to, to see the longevity of the future of future soul and you know i feel like future soul is creating the new vision the new enlightenment of the future for one thing and the soul is creating that that unique uh, conscious awareness of connection and that's why I like future soul the name future soul because it's bringing something different for the future and souls when you think of soul, you think of a divine connection. You think of the internal person, like without the shell of the body. Like, what is this really like without the surface level, you know? And I think that's something important. It's like really understanding that we're really trying to build something really good and intentional, like good intentions. Like the vibrations of good vibes is here with us in <laughs> the future soul.
0: <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel that? humanity is shifting into a more conscious way of living Ooh, that's a
1: girl your questions are on fire um i feel like to an extent i do feel that like we have a lot of work to do still as human beings as society as i mean last year we've been through like what seemed like a really like growing there were growing pains for sure like we had you know black lives matter you know movement and, you know, you know, rest in peace to all those lives that were lost last year. To me, especially because my platform is of color, we we represent, um, you know, everyone in such a great light that, to me, shedding light onto, you know, healing others along the way is such a powerful thing. Just even speaking about these things, like, even educating others on topics like this. Like, uh, we have a platform and it's our, our job, our duty to... Uh, to spread awareness still no matter what and i feel like um just in general like you know we have if you're a a public figure or social media influencer or someone who has you know following and stuff it is your obligation to you know talk about these things that you know are changing the world changing you know our children's lives our generations to come like you have an obligation now and I feel like we're just trying to educate ourselves best as that we can and I just feel like right now like we're making a shift through through like I know for a fact our millennial generation and the generation after us they're very cautious they're, they're thinking outside the box because we have no choice but to <laughs> you know like if we want better to cap to happen better things to come like we have to think consciously about what we're doing like. Like, it's as simple as, like, throwing your trash away. Like, you know, leave it in your car if you have to. You know, if you really just need to just find a trash can and throw it away, that's as simple as that. Or, like, if you see something wrong at a store and you see a a guy disrespecting somebody else, don't just record it. Don't just go up to that person, you know, be like, hey, I'm going to report you. Like, a lot of the time we were so busy videotaping something more than actually doing something about it and i think that's something that we need to uh, really like pay attention to just really understand that like that itself is like you're you're getting stuck on the idea of this what it looks like you need to do something about it like it's one thing to say something it's one thing to do something about it and i think that like once you establish any kind of platform a podcast interview you know anything where you know you're putting your voice out there it is your job it is your role to say something and speak about it so that others can pay it forward
0: <laughs> yes mm-hmm. i love your passion um, what keeps you going what keeps me going um well personally i feel like
1: just knowing that i'm creating something that is helping others keeps me going um also like my just like on a personal basis like my mom and my dad like they were very creative but you know how like our families they get stuck with like having to you know care about everybody and you know work hard for their families like I'm kind of trying to like you know tell them like hey like I'm gonna do this for us like you know things the creative stuff that you've been wanting to do like I'm gonna be able to be that you know that child that's like hey I'm Like, all the creativity that you've had in you and that you're busy taking care of me, I'm going to make this a fulfillment for all of us. So I think that's what keeps me going is understanding, like, hey, like, the dream is still there no matter what age. And I don't think that's something that we should shy away from.
0: That's right. You mentioned your family. Yeah. Do you face any negativity with your family as you're creating this large platform? um i wouldn't say
1: negative but they just can't relate to it i would say to so to speak on it i feel like um when you don't know something you don't understand something about it i feel like we don't know how to react to it or we don't know how to support it because they don't know anything about it how do you support something that hasn't really been started so i feel like to me that took me a while to understand but in reality i feel like if we have that mature understanding of like hey that isn't something they are are there yet you know understanding old traditions and breaking these generational curses of like you have to do this in order for this to happen I have to you know I feel like separating my emotions from what is reality is what's helping me and I think that's what it is Is like not taking things personal I used to be like oh my gosh why didn't so-and-so come to my show or why didn't, like, you know, they talked about that. and like, you know, to me, that's not really their dream. It's something that you know that you want to do. So why are you... And I think that's something that a friend of mine told me that, like, it's always going to feel different because it's not what everyone else is thinking about. So they're not going to have feedback on it. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's so true. Like, how are you going to feedback on something that they don't know anything about? Yeah. And I think that's what's, like, in general, like, when you stop taking things personally... I think you start having the real power. I think when people wrap themselves, like, why didn't that person say this, or why didn't that comment happen, or anything like that, where you feel like feeling judged or harshly on yourself, I think you should just be like, well, we, you know, we all understand what we perceive, and I feel like we just need to open our minds to be like, hey, like, we don't really know what that person is really thinking about, and like, you know, if you're so focused on what others are gonna say or do or think. Then you'll never fully fully accomplish with yourself
0: that's right mm-hmm. wow this has been such a powerful interview thank you yeah i
1: appreciate th- honestly it's like conversations like this that make me feel like we're on a deeper level of like understanding what conversations need to be talked about and i feel like in general we should just really just make it comfortable to be uncomfortable with these topics to just talk about what what really drives us or really connects with us on a deeper level you know and so now I feel like when you have podcasts like this it makes people feel like so much closer like we're not so alone (laughs) yeah and I think that's important Is feeling like we can all um, relate to a degree of something because we're all human living this experience
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> no, I honestly feel that way. So, thank you so much yeah. for having me on here. It is um, something that I'll always remember for sure.
0: oh I will always remember it also. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap it up, what is your life mantra?
1: Ooh, that's an important question.
0: Ooh, that's, there's
1: a lot of things that I like to uh, like say I don't, I don't know if I have a motto per se but uh, I always like this phrase it's like for those for those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind
0: yes <laughs> absolutely yes and where
1: can people find you Ooh, you can find me at my business profile is future soul official on Instagram. So it's F-U-T-U-R-E soul S O U L Official. And then Happy Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> and then um my personal one do you want me to put my personal one or just this one?
0: Of course your oh, personal okay, life.
1: My, my personal one is lively Ray underscore is it lively underscore Ray? I think
0: it's, it's like, probably linked to your future soul.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, lively underscore Ray. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> Let me Brief,
0: pause. To pause. Intervention. <laughs> I'm
1: like, I mean, we've had it for such a Oh, it's lively underscore Ray127. <laughs> and you can email us at futuresoul.co.com. <laughs>
0: Great. awesome righty you All right, y'all. You heard it all from yours truly and Marissa Ray. Blessings, y'all. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you Yoslyn for this amazing experience on
1: Easter Sunday. God bless everybody. Um, you know, I'm like thankful for all the universe, you know, entering all the abundance that we are tapping into today. So, thank you so
0: much for having me. You're welcome, girl. It was great hearing from you. Have a great day, everyone. Happy Easter. Remember, live boldly, love hard, and push forward. Yes. Love you all. <laughs> Toodles. That was beautiful.